1: President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soschnick. I'm Eben Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. <laughs> Here
3: we go. He's <laughs> Where? Gonna... He's like... We! We? Hey, Eddie Eddie was looking at his phone. And really, we. We, the huge welcome back. Woo-hoo, Medina. Medina's back in the saddle. Welcome, you were missed.
4: Thank you. I feel so loved. It's
3: true, true. It just wasn't the same. Love you, man. It's (laughs) true. <laughs> well, the, boys, the
4: boys are back in town. The boys
3: are back in town. We, see? See? see, see, Yeah, Colin. We tried to get Colin and Jessica on the other. Like, no, 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 no.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> sing like that, man. It, uh, hey, we're going to explore the big money
3: issues in the world of sports. Can we? But wait, wait, before we begin with the issues, though, yes. okay, can we begin with what we were talking about before we went on air? Because she was just singing, and I was like, Wow, <laughs> what, a, what a beautiful voice! You know who else had a really good voice? Adina, who else? Medina, who else had a had a really good voice? The singer behind Frozen, because Frozen Live, right. something happened and they weren't live, so we were discussing it, which brought up John Travolta. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Rent, and then Rent wasn't live,
1: and right. then that bro- came the Frozen.
3: Adina Mandel and Tay Diggs. Right, she, she they came on and performed Seasons of Love. So right. I mean, there was a reason why we got there, but then it all brought us back to John Travolta.
1: Adele, Dazzie.
3: Adele, <laughs> Dazzie. <laughs> even I know Adina Menzel on That sounds like. Well, oh.
4: I feel really bad about that because a lot of people gave him like a hard time. But allegedly, I don't know something happened when he was reading it. I don't know if they say that. I think he has dyslexia, like legit. And I'm not even just saying that to like make a joke, but that's what he said happened. I
3: I don't know. I just figure if you're giving an award, like you know who's award, you know what you're presenting before you go out. You kind of need to know. The winner, and I, I, unless it's like a big surprise, he opens it up and says, uh, uh, Give me a phonetic. I, I, I don't know, but anyways, it was just funny. Adele, what, what was it again? One more time, Adele Dazin, Adele Dazin, Adina Menzel became Adele Dazin, <laughs> and there's Evan
4: Adele Dazin head. is a good name, it is yeah. a good name. I, I, can, like I
3: that. hope an Adele Dazin does something great <laughs> one day. We, we love you,
1: John Travolta. We do, Finney Arena. <laughs> uh, NFL revenue, uh, the question about this is, uh, they're saying. That they're bullish about the twenty-five billion dollar revenue goal, as of course the Super Bowl is coming. Well, we we have Brian that, Rolap on the show, and
3: he this said is it was more. Story about yeah, it. he said it was more aspirational when Roger Goodell said he'd like to have twenty-five billion in revenue by twenty-seven. But Emma and I took a little uh, a little dive into what are the possibilities that the NFL gets there, and led by the revenue streams. Of course, the media that's number one in pro sports leagues and teams these days is always the media. You've got the digital players growing. You've got OTT growing. And Mark Gannis, uh, a consultant who's also been on the show, I believe, told us that he sees a billion-dollar digital package, rights fee increases across the linears of more than 50%. Then you add the legalized sports betting world, which the NFL has only put a little toe in, but when they dive into the deep end. And all that said, Evan, we're saying... It's not just aspirational. There's a real good shot if the NFL gets to twenty-five billion.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they're at fifteen right now. That's that's ten billion over what, the next eight years or so.
3: See the value um, he gives you. Over there? He knew fifteen to twenty-five right there. He did ten billion in his head. That's why, that's in his head.
2: For 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 all those reasons you mentioned, Scott certainly gambling feels like a, a massive one once you know more states come on board and and once the nfl decides it wants to embrace it a little more than it already has i think we agree that both those things are going to happen uh, at some point in the next couple of years so we even said um, when not
3: if exactly when the but, nfl yeah. embraces when, it yeah. for full, yeah. a fully uh a full market yeah. and
2: then you know we talk about this a lot on the show the changing media landscape certainly seems as though uh having more bidders is going to be a positive for premium sports content uh, nothing is more premium than the nfl it is Dominant, uh, Michael. We talked about this a couple weeks right. ago. You know, top 100 TV shows of the year in 2018, 65 of them, I believe, were NFL shows. Yeah, 45 yeah, to 50 even, were NFL e- this even year. Even a higher percentage when you get to the top 50. Um, the Super Bowl this week will be the most watched TV show of the year, as it always is. Uh, the NFL is is premium with a capital P. Content-wise, and that's going to mean more money.
1: And I know people say, "I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl this year." The Patriots always are there, and the ra-. people are going to watch the
3: Super Bowl. Well, of course, they're going to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it is, the, as he said, it's you know, give me the match finale. It's the, it's the number one show of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, all said, it it's about how do you reach that younger demographic? And Brian Rollup said again the tie-in with Fortnite, and it was. The game creators that went to the NFL, that which I, brutal. which I found interesting, that it wasn't the NFL seeking that deal it was the other way around, right, right. which shows you the power. Hey, you know, we know even the kids will like these skins, and I told Brian, I think we led the show off with my son forcing me to buy him. The NFL uniforms. Oh, you did? He, oh, by right the Lions one. Which, which one did you buy? Jackson, I, and this will make Edmund very happy. He doesn't have an allegiance to a football team, but he thought the Jaguars uniform was pretty cool.
2: Hey, look at that!
3: So yeah, and, yeah. I, and once again, notice I said Jaguars, not Jaguars. I don't know how that ever happens. Pretty but he, he, yeah, he liked the Jaguars <laughs> uniform. So I, I don't know how much I forked over twenty bucks. I, I don't know what it was. I but I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, whatever. He did well on his tests, so he got that was his little reward. That was nice of you. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, even Lowe said, look, let's face it, the NFL is dominant.
3: The NFL. And another storyline to watch, by the way, in the Super Bowl. Lowe's, an NFL sponsor, doing business in Atlanta, Home Depot's town. That's so. kind of like. <laughs> and there's another one right up. Yeah, there's
2: Pepsi is an NFL partner yeah. and they're, you know, they've got signs all over Atlanta and Atlanta's, you know, Coke is uh, Coke is one of the biggest if not the biggest uh, company in Atlanta. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, fun little marketing rivalries that are happening around the Super Bowl. Tying back to the NFL as a whole, Lowe's is the 8th 7th or 8th new partner the NFL has signed in the past uh, in the past 11 12 months um, sponsorship is a much smaller part of NFL revenue than tv uh, or ticket sales or anything big like that but you know it's just a, another sign that in the corporate world despite you know some kinds of controversy that the NFL has gone through recently whether it's anthem policy whether it's you know the the political leaning of its owners, whether it's uh, concussions, hey, drama, yeah. yeah, there 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 are some there are some headwinds for the league right now. But in spite of all that, that the major metrics, your ratings, your your sponsorships, your dollars, et cetera, those are all, all all trending in the right direction for Roger Goodell.
1: By the way, I'm going to put it on my Twitter account at Big Bar Sports. Big the Bar, old, the old Who's going to win the Super Bowl? this sunday oh, that's it. just the question the who's New gonna England win patriots
3: that's the question you or go the with?
1: los angeles or oh you wish you didn't know better one what, what, uh, what,
3: I, I, I yeah give me some prop bets give me something okay here's a length of the uh, anthem yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly Two minutes.
1: Wonder, yeah. but but i can't put that in I, I, let's put it this way here's a prop bet will la's todd Gurley go over at least 60 yards is that the is
3: 60 the over under i believe it's around that month. i, I, I say, say over you
2: Phew, I have no idea. Okay. Over maybe he barely see? got used in the conference yeah. championship.
3: But see,
1: I, I think he's hurt. But that's another story. Okay. i Am not going to? I Did I did two not weeks? Well, well, I think that he's still hurt because okay. he was hurt earlier. Oh, okay. but, but, see? Anyway. I don't know these so, but I'm going to put that up
3: there. Okay. So that's. I'll put that one up there. Then. I I look forward to the nine responses. Okay. Thank you. In a five-four <laughs> decision. In a poll? I'm sorry. Was that was that <laughs> out loud? <Yeah>. He, <laughs> that, he
1: said that, that out loud. Was that in the I microphone? Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. You know what? I put the one up there about who's going to advance to the Super Bowl, yeah. and all five people said... Well, there we go. You know, I'm like just, said, A 5-4 decision. I'm saying, Patriots. man. What yeah. else we got? Uh, let's move on to uh, hey! Yes. Pac-12 conference.
3: They have hired Rain. Yeah, this Ringo. was fun. This was fun. And and, and just by chance, you know, we, we happened to have Colin Neville on the show yeah. l- last week, and uh, he, he certainly has seen his share of sports business activity. But interesting in the fact that The Pac-12, USC, UCLA, Stanford, this is not a small conference, Power Five, but the way they structured their media deals is that they chose to go it alone, and they have a lot of expenses because of the networks, um, staffing, uh, real estate. So, due to that, they don't distribute, the conference does not distribute as much money to its schools as, let's say, the Big Ten or the SEC, or coming soon, even the ACC because of the money coming from the network there. Uh, it's starting to see some results on the field. You know, it's starting to hurt the on-field in the revenue sports, the basketball, the football. So they're looking ahead to 2024 when their deal expires, and what the what the Pac-12 will tell you is, we own everything. We own all of our assets, all of our rights, which is going to be a big advantage come 2024 in a world where media is changing.
2: Yeah, and there's increasing pressure on the Pac-12 as a, as a conference. If if you're the athletic director at Let's say Stanford. You're, you're looking at Alabama and Georgia and, and SEC schools sharing 42 million dollars uh, in shared money every year. Uh, the, the big 10 once their new media deals kick in this year, they're going to be sharing over 40 well over 40 million. Uh, Pac12 schools are sharing 30 million right now and, and the projections are not shooting up at least in the, in the near term until the next TV deals are up. Uh, so, you know, schools, uh, as you're trying to compete in, in football and basketball, as Scott said, uh, if you're seeing a significant gap between the, the money that your conference is sharing versus the money that other big conferences are sharing, uh, that becomes frustrating. Uh, and the Pac-12 has always said uh, that, that they're playing the long game. You know, they, they they structured their deal, their their media network in a way that they own the whole thing. There's no partner with Fox. There's no partner with ESPN, as we've seen other Con- other, other conferences do. And the side, the side effect of that is that there's not as much money right now. They're, they're spending a lot of money, you know, in carriage fees and trying to figure out all the network stuff that, that partners could usually kind of handle, and the big question is, yes, in 2024, when this new deal is up, uh, as we talked about with the NFL, premium rights are going to see an increase. Um, if the Pac-12 can stay premium, which it certainly seems like it could, um, if there is a big payday on the end of it, they will see bigger spoils than other conferences. It's just a question of when that happens and if it happens.
1: Well, I like to ask both of you guys. Pac-12, right now, they're the only collegiate sports conference to own and control its own media company. Why is that only in the Pac-12? Why haven't the other conferences – Hold on to that.
2: Well, the the way that I mean, every major conference has or wants to have its own network. Um, but the the structure for most other conferences has been to partner. So the Big Ten Network launched almost ten years ago now, maybe a little more, as a partnership with Fox. You know, SEC Network a couple years ago as a partnership with ESPN. ACC Network, which is launching later this year, is also a partnership with ESPN. Um, and that is, you know, that that gives those networks uh, partial rights, right? That, that, that means that those conferences don't have the full control over their rights that the PAC-12 does. And there's a
3: reason why Syracuse University hired you know, an ESPN executive, John Wildack, as their AD, because that looming network is so important. To the conference as a whole that he's sort of spearheading those talks that he comes from the cable tv world interestingly though there was a report in the oregonian that said the pac-12 was perhaps thinking about selling a a 10 stake in whatever this media entity will be to a private equity in talking to larry scott my guess is that it's not just going to be a private equity firm because a private equity firm brings money that's it what they want is a strategic partner a lot of what the yankees are doing in their yes buyback they're looking at partnering with amazon they're looking for a strategic partner that can bring other assets not only the money but can bring some sort of expertise in the new world order and let me tell you this is a big long bet on ott direct to consumer whatever you want to talk that is what this is it's a bet on ott so think of some sort of partner that can give them some cash now which alleviates sort of that stress on the programs because that that cash can be distributed as well as building equity and value in the venture with a strategic partner like an amazon i'm not saying amazon's involved but like an amazon
2: and this dovetails well with another one of the pac-12's big and expensive initiatives, which is Asia, you know, just by by virtue of their geography, the Pac-12 is on the West Coast, um, and also the, the the student makeup of most of their schools, uh, they have seen, you know, uh, pushing their brand in Asia as as a significant business opportunity, and one that might not pay off in 2019 and 2020, but maybe in 2024 and 2025. Um, and again, obviously, uh, Asia is a big digital population and and the, you're not going to be signing big cable deals uh, to reach fans in China but you are going to be signing digital deals in China so you know the, the big digital push also pays off theoretically uh, in parts of Asia where you know there's tremendous uh, numbers the market size is huge and a lot of sports you know that, that are not as popular in in America but but the pac-12 schools do well at.
1: Speaking of investment funds, another story you guys are all over. The owners of the New York Jets and the San Francisco 49ers, they are teaming up in a new $115 million investment fund by Sapphire Ventures.
3: It really is amazing that we have enough time to come and do this with Barr. (laughs) Really? I mean, you guys are on it. You know, This is all I'm going to add on this one. Evan, then you can take it away. Uh, If anybody likes chicken... Try, <laughs> try the chicken. Evan and I shared der- in chatting with the the partners at Sapphire. Evan and I, on their advice and their counsel, chose the chicken for two at the Nomad Hotel. I would strongly suggest one you eat a little something ahead of time because it's really not enough for us. but get the chicken at the Nomad hotel it was very good. Now, Evan, what we'll talk about the investment
2: opportunity? I co-signed that and if the nomad wants to help sponsor the podcast. they can reach out to us. <laughs> Uh, free advertising right there. Pollo,
3: pollo para dos,
2: por favor. Yeah, so Sapphire Ventures, a a, a big uh, VC firm out on the West Coast, two and a half billion dollars under under management. Um, they just launched a new fund, Sapphire Sport. Uh, it's a $115 million fund. The the investors that are in it already, some of the biggest names in sports, Michael, you mentioned a few of them already. The Jets, owners of the 49ers. AEG is in there. Adidas is in there. Major League Baseball is in there. A few different NHL teams, the, the San Jose Sharks, the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's a, it's, it's an impressive group of people. Uh, they're looking, obviously, to to make money, but also kind of looking for tech, media, Businesses like that 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 aren't in sports right now, but can be applicable in sports. So they're they're kind of hoping to bridge the gap between uh, sports teams out there, leagues out there that are looking for kind of new ways to reach uh, to to reach fans, for new ways to 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 reach customers, and the tech that might not be in sports yet, um, but but is able to uh, to to come over and help those companies.
1: Is this a marriage that I see for esports?
2: And as, this? So yeah, the as a good example, their first investment w- was a, a, a game maker game, Phoenix Labs, um, kind of at the same time that we saw so many traditional sports ownership groups investing in eSports teams and eSports leagues because eSports is a, is a mushrooming business right now, uh, these guys, you know, they, they looked around and they said, you know, I think we actually want to invest in a, in, in a uh, publisher. Maybe find the company that's going to make the next Fortnite. Uh, so that's where they put their money. So that's a good example. It's a, they're looking at, you know, companies that, that may have a product or an idea that is applicable within the broader sports world but, is, but isn't quite there yet.
1: You guys are on it, period. We are. I'm saying, man. I, I just wanted to let you know. So, By the way, who do you think will win the Super Bowl, by the way? The team with more points at the end. Mm. Oh man. That's, that's a that solid, was... solid guess. <laughs> Wait, is you... that
4: kind of like are you like kind of pleading the fifth with that answer? Or? Oh, my like, who's going to win the kept uh, Come
3: on, man. I, when, when you haven't watched more than two games all year and I you know, I'm in a hockey rink 99% of my weekend, so it's it's not like nothing against the NFL or the others. I just don't see a lot of it. Like this would be less than an educated guess. <laughs> so it would be a 100% full-out guess. So therefore, if I'm guessing and forced to guess, how do you guess against the Patriots?
2: by picking the rams.
3: No. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think they are uh, as Bar says, the rams probably shouldn't even be there based on merit. So, I how can I but I'm not wait. See, I'm not going to get it revved up again. Oh, I was hoping, but, I, was hoping oh but, I was hoping to make but it happen. I was hoping to make happen. But the rams have oh, a good defense.
1: The they, they have they. <laughs> Rumor has it their coach is young, Bar.
3: Eben hates this. He's like, I'm so tired of McVeigh. This story. is
1: the Bloomberg Business of Sports <laughs> Milk Tokes podcast. Oh my <laughs> like, oh, God! I messed it up. <laughs> Come on, man! Just say it. Say, say what? It. Say who? You you gave
3: the I said I said or, Patriots. You, I said Patriots. You took eight minutes to to Patriots. Going. M- be. Medina's giving me the Phil Times. No, she's not really. But uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Michael no, Barr, along with Scott Sosnick. <laughs> And We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports.
2: Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the COO of the Super Bowl-bound L.A. Rams, Kevin Demoff.
3: Medina's back.
1: Medina's back. Only a <laughs> You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio Around the World Online where you get your podcasts.